You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm about to board the train when I see her. Welcome to the Miseducate podcast. My name is Sarah Gathugu, host and owner of the Miseducate blog and now podcast. This podcast is here to expand upon prior and future blog posts and is centered around having open and honest conversations about the aspects of life we have been misinformed on. Whether that be relationships, religion, culture, you name it, I'm here to talk about it. Each episode, I will be talking about a different topic and inviting guests to talk about their own experiences of miseducation and what they are doing to re-educate themselves. This podcast aims to make you laugh, think and inspire conversations for change. None of us have it right. We have all been miseducated. This mini episode, I am solo and I'll be giving you the real on life after university slash kind of like an update on being a graduate. It'll be a little bit of a story time, just something that you can listen to, a few lessons that I've learned. So without further ado, let's get into it. So let me set the scene where our story takes place. It's a Thursday night. I've just had dinner with my cousins in Birmingham and now I am at the train station and I am walking to the platform feeling kind of deflated, feeling really tired, <laughs> tired, feeling tired and also feeling slightly defeated. I'm about to board the train when I see her. Now, before I explain who her actually is, let me take you back to kind of like a summary of how I've been feeling and why I was feeling the way I was when I saw her. So, these past couple of months, I'm not going to lie, I've been trying to stay afloat. Like, emotionally and mentally, I have just been trying to stay afloat. Because if I'm real with you, I've been feeling really, really frustrated with life. I have had so many amazing opportunities presented in front of me, getting to speak with amazing people, possibly collab with different people and do all these different like ideas only to never hear back from them and that has just made me feel very rejected and kind of like it's kind of knocked my self-confidence a little bit because I'm like 
I'm always waiting and I'm always ready and I'm always, you know, prepared and nothing ever happens. So it's just this feeling of like feeling not necessarily rejected per se, but there has been a little bit of feeling rejected, but mostly this feeling of like frustration when you're like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, but you never hear go. You never hear the gun fire. You never start running. You're just there. Additionally, I've also been feeling kind of like stunted creatively because I don't know, I feel like I'm flowing. I have been flowing from a place of desperation, of trying to create and trying to seize all the opportunities that have that I've come across and that are coming across my way and that I've discovered instead of flowing from a place of you know producing quality producing something that I'm proud of producing something that I think is authentic to who I am as a writer and creator and it's not coming out of that place of uh sincerity since so why can't I say this word sincerity that's how you say it right am I am I tripping <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've just been kind of like working from a place of desperation. Additionally, um, I think people do talk about this. Let me not say it like people don't talk about this, but I am back living with my parents and that has been an adjustment because don't get me wrong. I love my parents. I really, really do. However, um, it's been a knockback on my life of independence at university you know going out when I want not having to tell them where I'm going and now all of a sudden I'm back and it's like I can't even go to the co-op without telling them where I'm going um so you kind of feel like a child again like honestly I remember one time that I called my mom to ask her whether I could go sleep over at my friend's house and I was like I am 22 I know how to drive a car I am independent. Why am I asking this like I am seven years old? You know, it just felt really weird to do. It felt really strange to be like, mom, can I go sleep over at my friend's house? And I'm like, at my big age. I think it's just kind of like a realization that like, even though I am an adult and I have been functioning as an adult for, well, legally since I've been 18, um, and kind of like having that kind of taste of independence. I won't say it's full independence, but just a taste of it at university. Only to then come back home and kind of feel like a little bit of a clash between you and your parents is like really weird. Um, Yeah, it's, it's just been interesting. It's been strange to kind of navigate that with my parents. Um, as well as unfortunately well not yet let me say it that way I have not found a job yet after university and it's kind of at first I was kind of like no it's fine because like I would tell everyone while I was at uni or like the last couple of months of university like just before I gave it handed in my dissertation I was like look I'm focusing on my dissertation I'm not gonna apply to anything yet I just kind of want to relax and breathe because um again like this year just in general hasn't just not been great for me um 
And so I kept telling people like, oh, I haven't got a job yet um, because, you know, I'm, I'm relaxing. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just going to give myself like a month, two months, three months off. And then I'm going to actually start looking at jobs properly. I didn't stick to that plan. I started looking at different jobs and stuff like that. If something came along, I was like, I'm going to apply to it. I'm not just going to let it pass me by. But, you know, not hearing back, as I said before, from those places or um, not yeah, not hearing back or getting rejections and being like, sorry, we're not going to take you right now. It's like, this is very annoying. As well as, um, you know, trying to pitch articles and stuff like that, doing freelance work as a writer and you have this huge idea and you pitch it to people. And then again, you don't hear back from them. And it's like, this is very frustrating because it's like, you're trying to get yourself off the ground and you're kind of dependent on other people and it feels weird because you're like how am I supposed to start if you won't let me like there's only so much that I can do before you then have to do your part and it's been very very frustrating and I guess it has led me to start comparing myself and my journey after finishing university with other people because for example the other day I was literally having dinner with my parents sitting watching there's a kind of like a documentary investigative is that um, I feel like I'm saying it really weirdly that word investigate look as I said in that episode with Sylvia um what was it Love Island and uh, Peugeot 206 so you should go listen to that that's a funny one if you haven't or if you have go listen to it again because it's quite good not quite it's very good um if I do say so myself anyway sorry I digress but like as I said in that episode like Kikuyu English is like a real thing because I don't even know if I'm saying am I saying that word right investigative in investigative I don't know (laughs) anyway it's very like um I'm not going to say serious journalism because that seems to be diminishing or invalidating other forms of journalism, but it's like a journalistic documentary. It's like an hour episode. Uh, It comes on every Monday at like nine o'clock on the BBC here in um, Britain, Great Britain, I guess it's everywhere. Um, And yeah, it just kind of like follows different things, different topics. And I remember just watching one episode like a couple of weeks ago with my parents Yeah, so I was watching an episode with my parents. Apologies for the kind of weird or inconsistent sound. Sometimes my microphone wants to work and other days it does not want to work. And I guess this is one of those days where it doesn't want to work. Um, But yeah, anyway, as I was saying, I was watching this episode of Panorama did I even say it was called Panorama it's called Panorama by the way I didn't say that but yeah it's called Panorama I was watching it with my parents and the guy that was hosting the episode is actually somebody that I literally went to university with we were in the same classes literally we graduated at the same time and he is watching and he is like presenting this episode and I'm like so am I supposed to be doing this am I supposed to be you know hosting an episode or leading an episode of Panorama, like, why am I not doing that? Um, 
the same with again another time a couple of months ago I was talking to somebody that I also graduated university with and I asked him what he was doing after you know now that a university had finished and he was like yeah I've been applying to jobs I'm just waiting to hear back from these people and it was like oh, okay so like it's not just one company it's like many and I'm like oh and I have nobody that I'm trying to hear back from like I've not gone to any interviews I've not done anything like that what is wrong with me and I was like if this is what my age mates are doing why am I then not doing the same like why am I so far behind like I should have started applying earlier I should have done this I should have done that and it's like comparison has really not really stolen my joy but I've allowed it to happen I've allowed myself to compare myself to so many different people so kind of like to summarize, I have felt, you know, professionally ghosted and it feels like everything has just been piling on top of each other and I feel really stunted and I feel really frustrated with life right now and the circumstances in my life right now. And it just feels really annoying because when I look at everything that has happened this year in retrospect, um, you know, life is really just scrapped all the plans all the things that I thought I was going to be doing this year like plan a gone plan b gone plan c gone like the the latter half of my final year was already emotionally and mentally taxing for personal and academic reasons and then it's kind of like you know I thought once I was finished with it like I was going to be okay everything was going to be fine and it turned out it wasn't okay. It wasn't fine. Um, you know, I really wanted to have that hot girl summer, you know. Like, as um, Nella Rose says, you know, I have suffered these four years at university. Like, I want to go to Dubai and go on a yacht and shake my ass on a yacht in a thong. Like, wh why, why not me? Why not me? Instead of having that hot girl summer in Dubai, I have had house girl summer, you know cleaning and cooking, doing all that, taking care of my parents, trying to get a job, not getting a job and kind of feeling like I'm a disappointment and kind of like a failure to myself and to my family. Um, but then at the same time, as I've been having these feelings of frustration and battling these feelings of frustration and feeling like a failure in life, I've also felt really ashamed of myself and ashamed of the way that I have been feeling about myself and about my situation because if anything like I am also being ungrateful for what I do have I have a roof over my head I have been able to graduate and go back home um like my parents pay for a lot of the things in the house I'm not paying any bills I'm, I'm literally living at home I have a roof over my head and at the same time even though like I don't have an income like a steady income like I've had the opportunity like my aunt gave me the opportunity to gain some experience with her so I've had some kind of like work experience and then at the same time if you do follow me my personal account on Instagram then you'll also know that I have started working for as a podcast intern for the amazing um Charlie Charlie's Toolbox you should definitely go check out her podcast I will link it in the description 
of this episode if you want to check out her stuff because it's amazing. I have been able to converse with her, work with her, um, and, you know, meet her and talk with her about different things. And that has also been such an amazing moment. And I'm like, and even again, like other people that were supposed to be giving me um, opportunities to get, you know, paid work, um, like at least I've been able to converse with them even if it was just for a moment, you know, like working with and having opportunity to talk with people that are greatly respected in the industry that I want to go into. Even if it was just one conversation, it was something. And I'm so privileged to have it. And it feels, I guess, like there was a conflict between how I was feeling about how I have been feeling for the past couple of months because it's like, Yes, I am frustrated because I feel like um, there is no kind of like trajectory. Oh, let me not even try and speak wor English words because today, child, <laughs> today I can't speak English. Um, but um, it feels like there has just been, I've been stagnant and not moving and I feel so frustrated and just angry. But then... I'm also ashamed of that anger and ashamed of that feeling of frustration because it, I feel because it just shows how ungrateful I am of everything that I actually do have in my life. And I feel like that frustration and that anger actually comes from a place of privilege. So who am I to talk? Who am I to say these things and to think that X, Y, Z because of because what, I'm not getting what I want? Like, welcome to the real world. Whoever said that life was going to be easy? Whoever said that it was going to be easy for you? Like, who do, like, honestly, I've been asking myself, like, who do you actually think you are that you deserve what you, you um, want and, and to get it so fast and so quick? And so that kind of takes us back to Thursday, the Thursday night where... I've had dinner with my cousins and it's been a good night and it's been a good kind of like distraction from everything that I have been battling with emotionally and mentally in my head for so long. Um, it's been kind of like a good distraction to kind of take me away from my own thoughts and into the present moment with my cousins and now I'm going home and again I'm feeling tired, I am feeling exhausted and frustrated but I need to get home. It's like 10 something at night. And again, I'm about to board onto the train when my heart literally leaps, leaps in front of me. And I see her. I see my sixth form teacher. And... If you listened to the other, I think it was the first ever mini episode that I did called Why I Started Miseducate, I talk about her there because she really encouraged me to believe in myself. She kind of like, in, like not even just encouraged, she challenged me to believe in myself. She saw me. She saw the potential in me. She saw more than just, you know, a good student or a good little girl that did all the work and did everything that she was told. She saw a black woman. She saw a woman who had a voice. She saw somebody that had something to say. 
and she made space for me and she encouraged me to walk in that space. She's one of those people in my life that did that and forever, for the rest of my life, I will always be grateful to her for helping me see that. She saw me and she championed me and immediately my sixth form self, my 17-year-old self, wanted to thank her I literally just have remember having this voice in my head saying, tell her, express your gratitude, tell her what her words did for you, tell her you have a podcast, tell her you have a blog, tell her that you've written for Black Ballad, tell her that you've graduated, tell her that you are where you are because of people like her, tell her, tell her immediately. And literally as I was thinking all these different things like other memories and other joyous moments came flooding in. And I remembered this person said this and this happened and remember when this happened and remember when this happened and remember when this happened and remember all these joyous moments that you've had, not just this year, even though it has felt kind of sucky. Um, Wow, that's a very great word, (laughs) says the writer. And the only way, the only adjective that she can find to describe the year that she's had is sucky. Anyway, we digress. We move. (laughs) Um, But. Um, immediately, as I said before, all these amazing joyous moments come in, come flooding in. And although everything in my life has felt really dark and gray, you know, there's still light. There has still been light. And it was, it was like 17-year-old Sarah was saying to the current present 22-year-old Sarah. Now, it was literally like I was saying to myself, like, you've done all right, like, you've done okay, you're all right, you're okay, and I guess that what I've learned from this whole ordeal, from this whole thing, from that short interaction with my teacher, because I should say, I didn't actually, I did talk to her, and I did say, hi, it's me, it's Sarah from sixth form, like, it's just, it was really nice to see you, she went in one carriage on the train and I went in another and we didn't see each other after that. But I guess what I learned from that experience, um, firstly, from her perspective, is that like you don't know how big of an impact your presence and what you say to others can have on their lives. And I guess it's one of those driving factors of like trying to be that person in people's lives that you know challenges them to be better challenges them to hold themselves accountable but also tries to encourage other people and encourage the good out of other people and just be that uplifting person rather than trying to be that person that you know pushes somebody down and pushes down their confidence but anyway that is just what I think from like her perspective and just seeing how much of an influence that she's been in my life even though she was in my life for what like a year in year 12 that was it because I don't think we had her in year 13 no we didn't have her in year 13 anyway again digress um sorry the food smells really good and I'm so hungry (laughs) um but yeah um that was one lesson that I learned the second lesson that I learned was that although I'm not where I want to be I am further than I was before and I am definitely walking in the 
I'm walking and living a reality that was once a dream for 17-year-old Sarah because I never thought I would be writing for online publications. Like, the dreams that I've had have never felt, you know, they never feel real, they never feel tangible, you know? They kind of feel very like, ah, it's like so far away from me. But for 17-year-old Sarah, like, this is everything that I ever wanted when I was 17. To be able to know that I've graduated. I've done the best that I could. I worked really, really hard. I've written for a publication that I greatly admire and respect. I'm working with somebody that, again, I greatly admire and respect. I've had, you know, opportunities to work, you know, with my aunt. And to work in that kind of, um, like, office environment and gain that experience. Like, there was so much to learn, even though waking up at 7 o'clock every morning is not great. Um, but, like, I am further than I was before. So that was lesson number two. Lesson number three, and this is the biggest lesson of them all, and I guess this is where I'm trying to go with this whole episode, is all about patience. Uh, what was that? It's all about patience. Patience is a sticky concept to grapple with. That was the censored version because the way I was, hmm, hmm, patience is a sticky concept to grapple with, especially in today's age because, you know, we get things so instantly. Like we can FaceTime someone, we can call someone instantly, we can reach somebody literally within a second. Um, yeah, we can FaceTime, we can do all these different things, um, as well as, like, you know, we have things like Amazon Prime, we have Uber Eats, we have all this different stuff that we can get food to our, we can get groceries to our door, like shopping, food shopping to our door, like, so within, like, within the day, like, that's amazing, you don't even have to leave, somebody does the work for you, um, I think, yeah, it's definitely something very tricky to grapple with in today's culture but I kind of researched kind of I researched the meaning of the word patience it means the capacity to accept or tolerate delay problems or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious and I guess I have learned what I've learned about patience is that it's not necessarily, I think I had a misunderstanding, a miseducation. Whoa, 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 what? Yes, that's right. Double points for being able to put in the word miseducate in this episode. My prize is nothing. Um, just the satisfaction that I am able to use that word very colloquially. <laughs> I've had a long day. I've had a long day. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Anyway, patience. I've had a misunderstanding and a miseducation of patience because I guess I've always kind of looked at patience as like, because that's the thing, like in feeling frustrated and kind of annoyed with how my life has been going and the circumstances that have been in my life specifically that I've experienced this year. A lot of people have just been like trying to encourage me and just be like, just be patient, just be patient, just be patient, just be patient. And I'm like, I am being patient. What are you on about? What are you on about? Actually, I've wanted to say other words, but you know, you bite your tongue and you say, try Jesus, not me, because I'm about to throw hands with you. Um, anyway, um, 
<laughs> um, so like one of the things that I have learned is that like when people have been like, just be patient, like just be patient. It's not the same as waiting. It's not the same as waiting. Patience is about is more about acceptance than it is about waiting. And I think I've looked at patience as if it's just about like just wait and be positive or be yeah and be positive about you know waiting it's not about that it's accepting the delay it's accepting that things are not going your way oh that rhymed um it's accepting the delay it's accepting that things are not going to go your way and that things aren't going your way it is about also accepting how you feel so this battle that I've had of being like, you're so ungrateful, you're like, it's a privilege to to feel this frustrated with, you know, X, Y, Z. You should, you know, be ashamed of yourself. The shame that I have been feeling about my own feelings of frustration have also been hindering me from truly experiencing patience because I needed not just to accept my situation and what it is, is that like, I am currently unemployed. I am living with my parents you know, and I am not living this, you know, amazing hot girl summer fantasy on a yacht in Dubai. Like, I'm not living those things because of X, Y, Z, because, you know, I've been rejected from this job or rejected from that job or rejected by this person or, you know, all these different circumstances have happened in my life, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. COVID, you know, all those different things. Um, it's not just accepting the situation and the circumstances in my life that are at present in my life and that are beyond my control. It's also accepting how I feel about the, the circumstances and the situations that are currently in my life. Accepting the fact that I feel very frustrated and that I get mad sometimes and that I get upset and that I cry and it's okay. That's okay to feel that way. It's okay to cry. It's very valid and it's very understandable. And I think that's where a lot more frustration built off of because I felt like a lot of people were telling me be patient be patient it's coming don't worry about it you're gonna get a job blah 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 blah, blah. you're smart you're this da, 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 da. like a lot of people were telling me like be patient but I felt like people weren't necessarily validating how I was actually feeling in that present moment people were not validating how frustrated I was feeling they were just kind of like yeah it happens this is what it is da, 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 da. and it was like so it kind of felt like people were basically saying like shut up and I guess I had to like also in accept like that was why it's so that's why I think and I believe that it's so important to you know accept your feelings towards the situation as well because when you accept them you are validating them and so when people give you because I've also had a lot of unsolicited advice too when people give you unsolicited advice or when people give you good intended advice but you can't receive it maybe it's from you not being able to validate or receive how you truly feel about your situation and I think that has really helped me a lot because when people have said things now that have felt really um when people have said things that have just kind of felt like a kick in the teeth or like kicking me when I'm down 
it's not been easier to take. It still hurts, but it doesn't feel like, you know, I'm all alone because I'm validating myself and me validating my own feelings is what matters the most because I know how I feel and I know that there are good days and there are bad days. Sometimes, you know, like honestly, sometimes I feel like I I will cry all day and I will listen to my sad playlist on loop. And actually, I don't have a sad playlist. I have like set designated sad songs. So like I have a sad song for this emotion or this emotion or this emotion. And I just play it on loop again and again and again. I know. To some people, you're like, understand you, get you, sis. Other people are like, are you crazy? Um, but yeah, I'll listen to it like 17 times over and over again. And then literally five minutes later, I will be dancing and jumping, jumping up and down to I don't know probably Doja Cat I've been really into like Doja Cat I think it's because all of her songs are always on like Instagram reels and stuff so I always hear her stuff so then it's just kind of like been on my playlist on my happier playlist um or Megan The Stallion dang like when I say confidence I mean confidence it just literally I will be crying soaking my t-shirt with my tears and then Two minutes later, I'll be like, I'm amazing. I am her. I am the moment. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm okay. I'm fine. <laughs> um, but have I finished all my points? Yes, uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Sorry, I had to check. Um, but yeah, those are a few of the lessons that I've learned in the past couple of months. So I guess to summarize, although I am not where I wanted to be in this current moment, I am further than I was before. And for that, I am so proud of myself. And I guess I also want to say to you, person listening to this, I don't know where you are in the world. I don't know where you are emotionally either or how you've been dealing with your circumstances and situations. But I guess I want to say to you that I'm really proud of you. And I know you've been feeling really frustrated and I know that you have been feeling like you want to scream and you should scream. You should scream um, or do whatever it is to get through your feelings, to really feel your feelings. As my sister always says to me, like, feel your feelings, but don't live in them. So I guess with whatever circumstance has been going on in your life, I want to if you've not heard somebody validate it, I will validate it. But I think it's more important that you validate how you've been feeling. And I want to say that I'm proud of you for being where you are today. I'm proud of you that you just got up this morning. I'm proud that that you have been able to listen to this. And you've got through it because it's long and I <laughs> always babble on. But I'm proud of you. I see you. Not physically, obviously, you can hear me in your ears, but you can't actually see me and I can't see you either. But, you know, on that emotional deep thing, yeah? <laughs> what was that? Oh, my days. I need to leave. I am so tired. I am delirious. Anyway, I see you. I think it's very valid how you have been feeling. And I think you should validate it yourself. And... Just remember that patience is more about acceptance than it is about being your ability to wait without complaining. But yeah. So, 
I have a question for you guys. What does patience mean to you? How do you define patience? Or how have you defined patience in the past? Is patience a virtue? How have you been feeling lately? Let me know by following Miss Educate on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, we have Twitter now. Please follow us. Please. Nah, that sounds a bit desperate, don't it? Anyway, follow Miss Educate on Instagram and Twitter. The information will be in the description of this episode. Also, don't forget to catch up on blog posts at miseducateblog.com and add your email to the subscription list so you don't miss out on new posts. And check out the description for resources mentioned in this episode. And say it with me now, continue to watch, read, listen, educate, and then re-educate yourselves. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate, review and share this podcast with a friend and another friend and another friend. That's right. Three friends this time and tune in next time for another discussion on the Miseducate podcast. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.